Welcome back to Cinemagan Theaters. We are on week 20. Woo! Um, we just wa finished watching Don't Look Up, which was directed by Adam McKay and came out in 2021, about a month ago. That was a wild ride. I don't know if you guys also had the same experience of a ride as I did while watching this movie. <laughs> um, but I'm curious, like, what did you guys think? Yeah, honest, honestly, it was a lot better than I expected. Sometimes when they use, like, a lot of popular actors and stuff, for me, like, I don't know, the movies just don't click as well. Mm -hmm. But, like, I didn't feel like they overdid it. I felt like each actor really, like, fit in well into their characters. I don't know. I, I really did like it. I thought it was a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I definitely agree, because... I guess I'll go more into like how this movie was like critically received as well. But I just, I really enjoyed watching it. I thought it was very accurate and a little like nerve wracking of how, I guess, how well it described like today's day and age, especially with politics. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoyed a lot of the jokes too. I like found myself actually just like either like, saying oh my god or like actually like having a chuckle or two instead of just a regular like ha um but yeah i guess donnie Vern, do you have anything to add before i i dive in to these points of discussion um no very you go first oh my, all right so <laughs> i really uh, yeah i found the movie really funny i thought it was uh it's like it's very obviously like a kind of I don't want um like referencing a lot of like real life things that are going on what have been going on for the past few years. And I really like the way it did it with the comedy. Like it wasn't trying to be like really too preachy or anything like that, which I think a lot of movies that have come out in the past few years trying to talk about the past few years have been. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I like this movie. I was like funny as fuck i mean yeah can we curse on here i forget yeah i make sure it's explicit right. on spotify okay yeah it's really yeah i, <laughs> I, really I, I mean really i very funny. rarely listen to the whole thing as i edit because i i don't edit these at all um for the most part um oh yeah i feel that i don't either for our podcast. <laughs> i put an intro and i it. upload <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a fact um but yeah so yeah i just thought it was a really funny movie kind of with it, like if, yeah, and, and I don't think it like really took itself too seriously until like the last five minutes, which was like kind of really sad. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that was all I had to say. Um, I would say for the most part, like I thought the humor in the movie I enjoyed. Um, especially from like, <laughs> especially from scenes of like, thing like Jennifer Lawrence character like her boyfriend like sort of like basically doing that whole breakup scene or like this whole affair that Leonardo DiCaprio is having and yeah it just seemed it, it seemed like at first it, it, it at, you could tell the movie's not gonna take itself seriously especially I already knew it was gonna be like that like my I never really got into any trailers of this. Mm -hmm. Like it's just really just been Netflix and like buzz about the movie that I've been like hearing about on like YouTube and like social media and stuff. 
But like that first scene when like they put up um where they put up like the text on the thing and they pull up the uh the symbol of the company that they was referring to before they met the president. Um or the title screen, like I was like, alright, like this is definitely one of those movies. So it's definitely cool to see one of these movies because you really don't get to see a lot of them nowadays because this type of humor is not really like, you know, popular amongst, I guess, this current generation. Like, this is like some, like, like, <laughs> yeah. I know Bernie hate this way, but this is like so fully indicted by all, like, so like, you think, yeah. Wait, I, you would compare this movie to Napoleon Dynamite or you wouldn't compare it? No, I would compare this type of, like, this type of, like, humor Mm -hmm. like i would say like when i'm watching movies like this like yeah like i would compare it to something like i would compare it to something like that what i thought this movie was like genuinely like both like serious and funny yeah when like that movie was just completely like a joke like (laughs) i don't think the only dying was supposed to be taken serious at all no but like that, (laughs) that like that type of humor is i guess like like, this, like I, I can the, see why this... the witty, like, dry humor, almost. Yeah, basically, okay. yeah. And it's, you can't tell if somebody's taking it serious or not. Like, that type of humor. And, like, a lot of movies really don't be having that. Okay. Like, nowadays, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because at first I thought you were referring to, like, Napoleon Dynamite. Because this movie is definitely, like, like specifically a parody comedy movie. And at first I thought you were na- <laughs> comparing Napoleon Dynamite. Or let's say that Napoleon Dynamite was also a parody. And I'm like, ooh, I'm interested in that theory. What is it? <laughs> You know what's funny? Like, no really theory early that. On, what? I, I was thinking of Napoleon Dynamite too, really early on in the movie. Really? Yeah. Just like, like, like you said, obviously, like this is a like very like a parody movie. But I think like some of the, the um, like performance and kind of like the overall vibe of the movie was kind mm-hmm. of like somewhat similar to No Napoleon Dynamite, even though like very much like the subject matter is very different and also. Uh, I think everybody here knows how I feel about Napoleon Dynamite, yeah, which yeah. is very much the opposite how I feel about this movie. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I just think yeah, I like I kind of agree with Donnie. Like it kind of it definitely did remind me of Napoleon Dynamite a little bit. That's I didn't even think about that while watching it. I was yeah. So I kind of want to talk about just how this film was received critically. Um. I, and I guess like through the audience as well I think every time I like mentioned that I still hadn't seen this movie or that I was going to screen it this week people like your general like I guess no one who messaged me was like a film critic like um, but like the audience the general public from what I'm getting at is that everyone loves this movie but with the gen- with the um, film critics it's like split 50 50 like on rotten tomatoes as a 55 (laughs) percent this movie which is very polarizing i think for like a a, like a movie in general like i feel like either comedies or or not comedies movies are always like very rarely do i see like down the middle it's usually like it's 70 and higher or it's like 30 and lower um and then with a comedy too just for I don't know, a comedy by Adam McKay for it to just be 50-50 is surprising to me. Um, I'll have to look into, like, the other movies, too, just, like, he's known for doing these movies really well. And, yeah, so 
I read a few articles and before, and a lot of the pro, like, don't look up messages were how uh, kind of depicted or explained how this movie stuck had a good theme and stuck to it throughout the entire movie. Um, the acting was really good and the score was really good, which I I agree with the acting and the score as, as well as the theme. But the a lot of um, Critics also noted that some cons in the movie was that it was, quote, it was too uh, heavy-handedness and that the, quote, comedy, uh, comedy that falls flat. Which I was, like, really trying to, like, see if there were any times where, like, the comedy fell flat, but I couldn't really find any parts where, like, I mean, you can, like, kind of tell when, like, something's supposed to be a joke, just the way it's, like, written and then, like, said on screen. And I think Adam McKay did a great job, especially in this movie, with the one-liners because there were so many times where, like, a character would say a joke and then it would cut immediately. So, like, not even, like, the people in the room can respond. Like, when um, Jonah Hill's character is just like, oh, yeah, that Molly's, like, <laughs> like, settling in. Like, I timed it perfectly. Like, it cuts. Like, no one else in the room can respond to that. And that that made me crack up. <laughs> He timed Molly for the spaceship to go up into space um, the first time around. But in response to the polarizing reviews, uh, Anne McKay has said that he enjoys that it's gotten 50-50 uh, reviews um, he's, uh, because it's, quote, a good indicator that the film has struck a nerve with viewers, end quote. And yeah, I... <laughs> I think we're doomed <laughs> as a humanity because it you guys like yeah like it the comet is an allegory for climate change and this movie was written before COVID but like it could definitely be applied to COVID as well <laughs> like um, I'm not feeling too optimistic after watching this movie I don't know about you guys <laughs> um yeah if yeah any I could oh yeah go go yeah I could I can. I mean, I disagree, but I could definitely can see the uh, people thinking that it's a little heavy-handed, especially like the second half of the movie, mm -hmm. where like obviously Meryl Streep and uh, President and Jonah Hill, her son, like they're very much like uh, a version of like Donald Trump with his kids. Yeah. Like I think like even like when like <laughs> the uh, like the rally towards the end where. Jonah Hill's like, if she wasn't my mother, oof, or whatever he says. Like, that's like something like very directly Donald Trump said about his daughter yeah. and stuff like that. So, but I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I'm not to get, I mean, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Maybe it's like what side of the political dial you land on where you view this movie differently. But honestly, I didn't, I thought it was just like kind of funny, like the, to play on. I didn't think it was, the movie was necessarily trying to like, be super political or change anyone's opinion or mm -hmm. like have a great effect. I thought it was just kind of like a funny movie to talk about, but to like showcase or like, oh, yeah, I guess kind of talk about what's going on now. I didn't, I don't, I didn't view it as like this thing that's trying to change your vote or anything like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you because even I'm thinking just like the people who are in my life, like on the different political spectrums, like. Both, like everyone I've talked to, has said this movie's really good. Um, so I don't know what the critics, <laughs> those critics were thinking. Um, but I really enjoyed because, like, yeah, it's very obvious that they 
um, Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill's characters represent uh, the Trump administration. But the fact that, like, at the end, <laughs> their supporters are like, wait, but the comment's right there. And I like that because I was just like, oh, that kind of, like, closes the deal, you know? Um, which, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know how to go about it how i feel about it. i just i enjoyed that part of the movie that closed kind of that whole situation um but yeah going back like with the reviews and everything um do you guys think that like it got such polarizing reviews specifically because it was a comedy and not like a drama for instance like is it is our situation, meaning like climate change or COVID or however you want to view the end of the world nowadays, is parody like it's too much for like the reality of it all, where it's like it's not funny anymore at all? I can, I can see why it got the reviews it got if mm-hmm. you're talking about why like it was it might so I don't know if you're trying to say this but like it seemed like this film was like really like decisive amongst like um amongst the audience um and critics and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I can see why somebody would say like oh like you know this movie really didn't live up to its standard or something like that because and this is one of the things I was mentioning earlier is that a lot of films like nowadays, like they really don't be tackling like this type of like energy when it comes to like, like we was just mentioning before, like the whole, I thought like one of the, when as soon as the movie started, like I was thinking about like influences on that realm of like Napoleon Dynamite and certain movies like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think like, I'm not saying that that has aged or anything like that, or that has like become like not good filmmaking at all nowadays. Because of course, I genuinely like love all those movies, like movies like, like I said, movies like that, like fucking Nacho Libre, like. So, yeah, I don't think, I don't think this style of movie has like been genuinely accepted in like modern day because genuinely i like i said i thought this was a good film Mm -hmm. um i'll definitely probably like give it a like another watch or two um and like yeah i genuinely thought it was like a well thought out film and everything like that but like i said i don't think the general audience and i'm not saying critics are made of fucking five and ten year olds no (laughs) (laughs) but like because of course there was a lot when the movies I'm talking about was out but like I was saying I just think that they believe that this style of humor or anything like that is like dating in general because I thought the performances the story itself and the acting was great but some people make some people may think this style of filmmaking is like dated but I think it's pretty rare to make a movie like this like and have that sort of dry humor where like it's serious but it's not it's like it's literally not serious at all like you cannot take this serious like so yeah so you're arguing that it's not necessarily like the day and age of which this movie was released it's like the genre as a whole i would say no i would say somewhat more like that like 
the I would say like yeah, the day and age this movie was released, um, especially on the modern, especially on such a like a hyped up streaming service like Netflix, like I feel like especially for me, I don't want to get into so much about it, but it's like you coming from Netflix has a whole bunch of like powerhouse shows that have like intense meaning behind it, but have like this huge social media push. Like when it comes to like shows like like you you got joe and you who has a lot of social media you have like what's the what's the show that squid game like it's a it's a lot of shows like when it comes to movies on netflix like especially when it comes from like bird box um you know movies like project power like these number one movies on netflix that has been like like reigned in terror for like years and like netflix always has that one movie that everybody talks about um so I feel like when it comes to like Netflix, I feel like every year or every year or so, they always wait for that one movie to happen. And I feel like when this movie came around with these powerhouse actors and actresses, like I think that's what they was looking for. But I think they thought they was going to get a different style of filmmaking when it comes to watching a movie like this. Um, so, yeah. Word. Sorry, I'm just like trying. Like you make you made some good points. Wait, so I'm just trying. If I could reiterate, so I'm trying to think. Okay, so you're saying that like Netflix, because Netflix has all this like, I guess higher power, if you want to call it, over just the industry, that like they produce these films and are able to hype it up as so good, but then when the reviews come back, it's 50-50 sort of thing? Like, it's just, like, average? Yeah, because... Yeah, you could put it like that, because, like, for me, I'm coming from, like, a social media standpoint, as, Mm -hmm. like, like, majority of the time, when I'm getting, when I'm getting, like, things, hearing about... When I'm hearing about, like, movies coming out on Netflix... Like, it's mostly from social media. It's not really from anything else. Or huge, popular Netflix. Or, yeah, it's mostly Netflix in general. Um, Like, sometimes you get Amazon Prime. With, like, you get a show like Invincible. But, like, when it comes to Netflix, like, yeah, it's mostly, it's literally majority of the time I'm looking at things on social media, memes and stuff, and what they're actually talking about. Like, so, I feel like I don't think this... And this is like a huge claim. But I don't even think like the generation being raised up on Netflix right now was definitely able like to take in the movie like Don't Look Up yet. I feel like when I was watching this, I'm like, yo, this shit feels like a 2012 movie, which is like good because that's I feel like 2012 was definitely like a good year of filmmaking, like 2012, 2011. Um, but what do you mean like by early that? T- yeah early 2010? If I can like, pick your brain, <laughs> what do you mean by like a 2012, 2011 movie? Like, I don't know. It felt. It felt like. I felt like, like I said, it felt like it was not. This is what I mean by like it wasn't like. I feel like it. It It, it doesn't feel like it should have been. <laughs> it's if I had a, if I watched this movie for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like yo, this movie. I felt like this movie was releasing like. If I had to give a, I would be real. If I had to give it like a date to it, like two thousand and seven. Like, the reason being is because this is what I was mentioning before about that whole, like, dry humor type thing. That whole, like, 
Yeah, that like whole, the dry like, humor. Yeah, like the dry humor the genre. genre. Those movies were real heavy in the late 2000s and like late 2000s and like early 2010s. Like, because the top two movies, like the top couple movies I can name off the top of my head. I'm talking about movies like, like I said, Napoleon Dynamite. I'm talking about movies like, um, I'm talking about movies Would you like, say like Anchorman Dynamite. and Step Brothers. Oh, thank you, God. Yo, I was wondering which one is this one named with yeah, Ron Burgundy. Because Adam yes, McKay like, uh, wrote and directed those. Or, sorry, directed. I have to double check if he wrote those two. I'm pretty sure he did, though. Um, yeah. And he did this, too? Yeah. I, I, my next point was going to be about Adam McKay. Because he's, he's great. <laughs> I think he, he's a really good filmmaker. Um, yeah, no, because I think... Yeah, he he's done in the early two thousands. He did Anchorman, Step Brothers, and the other guys, amongst other movies. And then in recent years, from like I want to say like let's say twenty fourteen onward, he did The Big Short, Vice, and Don't Look Up. Okay, so that makes so much sense there. While I'm feeling like that, because like mm-hmm. like I'm watching this and like I'm looking at his list, and I see him him doing like like The Dictator and like. Yeah, he he produced that. He didn't write it. Oh, well, like working on films and such. Oh, he did. Oh, okay, all right. That. Oh, okay. Other guys. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's like that's like my thing. Like, I feel like you know this it it was a great movie. Like, but if I had to sum it up in a sentence. I felt like it's a great movie, but it's definitely dated by social pressure. Does that make sense? A little bit. Just the social pressure of what you expect from the comedy genre? In modern day, yes. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm... Damn, that conversation woke me up. Shit. <laughs> Good thing we have off tomorrow. Um, <laughs> do you, so that like I won't put you guys on the spot, Cassie and Vernon. But do you guys agree or disagree with any of what was said, or like about like the comedy genre specifically parody um, and how it works today, especially if like such a real issue going on right now. Like, does it still work, or is it like it's not funny anymore it's because it's too real? Well, I've said in the past I'm not really into comedy movies or shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the thing that made this movie so great was that it was like something funny would happen, and they would kind of just cut it off at that. They wouldn't over exaggerate it or extend it, and it didn't like. It didn't seem like too much for me. Like it was funny because it wasn't like stretched out too long, I guess. Yeah. It was just like I get it, that's a joke. Like, you know, move on. Um, but I I really like the seriousness with it. Because like that's how I am when I watch movies. I like movies that I can really like analyze and think about. And although like it was like, you know, obviously it's supposed to be like funny. It was very relatable to, like, the world now, as you said. And even, like, the very end, like, when they're all sitting at the table and eating, and it's like, okay, well, this is probably the end of us. Like, Mm -hmm. we're, like, 99 point whatever percent sure this is the end of us. 
and they all just like decide like you know we got to move on with our lives like this last moment of our life and just like spend it together and i feel like that can even like relate to like the pandemic yeah and like at a certain point after staying inside for so long and you know not really doing much at a certain point you kind of just got to go live your life yeah i mean as safely as you can you know but like you know you you can't just always like continue to live in a box for the rest of your life yeah so i don't know i i really i did like the humor in it compared to a lot of other things i've watched Mm -hmm. um so yeah i guess i i like that better than today's comedy Um, hmm. not really sure. I can't even try to think of uh recent like comedic movies and trying to compare them. But I can't. I just like. I don't know. I'm like drawing a blank on like comedies that have come out with their life. Can anybody like name some <laughs> off the top of their head? Yeah, like I like I legit that have come out like, in the to, past like, few years. Them. Yeah, like last year or two. Last year. Um, hold on. So, yeah, that's that's how I feel. I really have not movies. Up with comedies in the last. Yeah. Couple. You do. They're either just forgettable or they haven't been made. Like, I swear, or I'm just like drawing a blank because I really cannot think of a comedy that's come out in the last year or two. Um, so yeah, basically, there, there's this... some like independent films, but nothing like big box office. Yeah, I mean, the only ones I can kind of think of are like, uh, I guess, well, this isn't like the last year or two, but like Get Out, which is, I think has a, which isn't like a, it's like a horror movie, but it definitely has like comedic elements. And I think it like, compared to this movie, it's like taking a real life thing that I guess people would deem not to be funny. Or shouldn't be joked about, and kind of like making it comedic, like with uh Lil Rose character, the TSA agent, kind of just being like, Get "The fuck out of the house, dude!" With all those white people and stuff like that. Yeah. And I don't know. I think at least for me, that's like the kind of comedy that's been sticking out the past few years mm-hmm. of like movies where, uh, where it's not like just like straight up comedies, like uh, like to bring up Adam McKay movies like Anchorman. Or even though that's kind of like a play on like news and stuff like that, not kind of it is, but um, no, kind of like playing off of like real, real like serious things and kind of like bringing comedic elements to it. I don't know. Those are the things that have stuck out to me. Yeah. Least. It's funny that you bring up like the more serious elements, and then you also mentioned Adam McKay because I I'd love to talk about him as a film director. Um, I I feel like he's like kind of evolving in a way like um as a film director like previous movies as i've mentioned that he directed are anchorman stepbrothers the other guys there are multiple like so many more that i'm not mentioning from like i want to say like 2000 2012 and then from 2014 onward you've got the big short vice and don't look up so i feel like even though you said like anchorman is a play on the news it's like still like very I want to guess like bro humor, you know, where it's just like that, like, yeah, that bro buddy humor. Um, It doesn't really take on too many like social or political issues. But then you have the big short, which um, followed, it it was like a a dramedy 
about the 2008 recession. You have Vice, um, which was about Dick Cheney as the vice president of the United States, and then Don't Look Up, which is an allegory for climate change. Um, meanwhile, like Anchor, well, Anchorman's like the news, but it's like, again, that bro humor. Step Brothers is just like two grown men who are acting like 12 year olds who then find their ways to be best friends. And then the other guys, where they're two cops who are like in like, I guess the bookkeeping department, I want to say, <laughs> or like something similar. And then they like work together to like go get the bad guy from the heist. <laughs> like, so it's like the, there weren't any like serious like undertones. Like, y- you know what I mean? For those movies, at least it wasn't as obvious as these last three movies that he's directed. And. I don't know. I'm, like, curious. Like, I wrote down my notes. I'm, like, do you think we'll ever see him, like, direct a fully dramatic film? Because some of these movies, like, the last the last half of The Big Short, I remember it. That was a great movie. <laughs> I highly recommend it if you guys haven't seen it. It got, like, very serious to where a point it, like, described, like, an instance of, like, life versus death. Like, of just, like, statistics and everything, like, of everything going on, which that's pretty dramatic and like that's that's literally life and death um but then i also thought i'm like oh what about like a horror movie that'd be kind of cool to see an adam mckay horror movie eventually um just like with these i don't know you could even like don't look up could have very easily been a horror movie um if it wanted to be <laughs> but yeah i guess you have any thoughts on adam mckay uh i haven't seen well, yes, I have. Like, I haven't seen The Big Short or Vice. I really like the other guys, but I um, <laughs> this is a little. Oh no, y'all might hate me for this, but I don't really enjoy Will Ferrell movies that much, and like a lot of his movies are Will Ferrell movies, so I still find Will Ferrell funny. But um, but yeah, I haven't really. I don't know. I don't really have much to say about Adam McKay. I I like this movie. The other guys, which are two very different movies. I don't. I don't know how like to compare them. I think like what you said. It seems like he's kind of matured within the content from like the Step Brothers, Anchorman, yeah, other guys to like the last three movies that you just that we that you just uh, talked about. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see what he does next. I want to. I do want to go back and look at the Big Short and Vice. Um, I don't know. Just to kind of like compare them. Compare it to this one. I think though, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen him, so I don't know. Next week, Step Brothers. I do want to watch them. <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I will encourage everyone here to act upon climate change while I have the chance, because I I was thinking about it, obviously a lot during this movie. Recycle paper, plastic, and glass. Do it. Ah, uh, so I fuck the planet. What? Ah, uh, fuck the planet. Nah, we have. I uh, <laughs> I was in Union Square last month at the Winter Wonderland, and there there's a bank, and it used to have the just like a clock to tell the time, but I noticed it was counting down, and it was seven years and something, and I was like, what is that? And I was told it was the countdown to the end of the world. <laughs> um. It's called the climate clock, and in seven years, 186 days, 22 hours, and 48 minutes, um, the 
global warming temperature will rise 1.5 degrees Celsius. So let's not get it to them. <laughs> get to that. But yeah. So yeah, keep recycling, guys. <laughs> Help the planet. Because I don't want to be attacked by a bird. That was a great credit scene. I was not expecting that. <laughs> but, yeah. That's kind of all I... I'm curious I... what the petrol thing meant or whatever he said. The what? I'm glad they brought that back. When he, when he told her how she would die... Oh like, yeah! What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I didn't even. <laughs> it was, it was yeah, it came back. I didn't even think of that. That's funny. Yeah, but he he was wrong about the other guy. Yeah. So sure. I feel like he just made something up, and you know, even if the person died from something else, he would have somehow made a story to like fit it. I think he admitted though that he did make up, um, that he would die alone, just to, like I'm scared. Oh yeah, he oh. did. You're right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Imagine he was really a genius and he knew about, like, the planet that they were going to go on and, like, he actually knew that there was, like, going to be a creature there, creatures there and stuff that would kill everyone. Yeah, also, too, just a side note, but, like, everyone there, like, on the ship was, like, really, like, like, they were over middle-aged, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, if your goal is to, like, I guess repopulate another planet. You know, it was just funny that yeah. like everyone here is wasn't like very kind of smart. Old. Yeah, but then again, they're just—it was a lot of selfish people on that spaceship too. Exactly. So they probably they didn't, didn't even people. think about that. But mm -hmm. well, on that note, I I'm out of points of discussion unless anyone has some final words. I think given just the, the my last thing I have to say, I think given the whole uh And that's all the time we had no okay. <laughs> keep talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh the dude I like it his, his voice was funny, the cell phone guy in like him and Meryl Streep's like plot thing. Mm -hmm. I really found the, the opening quote uh interesting. I would like to die in my sleep peacefully. I would like to die in my sleep peacefully like my grandfather. I like his Passengers. Like all of his screaming passengers or some shit like that. Yeah. Like that, I thought that was really interesting to think back. It was probably the most serious thing in the movie, given. Uh, I don't know. I that was interesting. Well, I think that's all for this week. Thank you guys for joining. Um, I hope you. Thank you, Megan. Of course. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Au revoir. Bye. Bye.